Are you thinking about starting a business? Does your business need a loan or investors? Are you ready to grow and succeed? Then you need to call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp at 470-238-9097 for more information or to schedule your free business consultation. Welcome to today's show, Strategic Insights Radio, brought to you by Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. is a full-service business consulting firm that provides business plan creation and review, marketing plans, marketing implementation, process automation, accounting services, and now business technology strategy consulting and implementation services. Today's host of Strategic Insights Radio is Senior Vice President of Business Strategy Technology, David Wilkins. David comes to Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. from a long and distinguished business and entrepreneurial career, working with companies such as IBM, ENY, PricewaterhouseCoopers, and more. Today's Strategic Insights Radio is proud to introduce the newly named CEO of Meyer America, Rob Kuhl. As CEO of Meyer America, a high-quality made-in-Germany manufacturer of rotary union systems for many world-class top industries, Rob brings a unique depth and breadth in sales and marketing, product management, operations, research and development, commercialization, manufacturing, and international cross-organizational relationships to build a company for growth. Rob has a proven record in driving organizations and products to increased profitability with a customer focus on value-creating business partnerships. Rob is multilingual with a dual German-American citizenship and provides music and entertainment as a hobby around the globe during his free time for which all proceeds go to children with special needs. Dave, take it away. Thank you, Mike, and welcome, Rob. So let's get started with telling us a little bit about who Meyer America is. Meyer America is a family-owned company that was started in 1925. It's in its fourth generation right now by the newly named CEO, um, uh, Florian Meyer. He's the global CEO who just took over in January for his father, who Eris Meyer, who is now part of the board of directors. Um, I was brought on last September as CEO of Meyer, and what we do is something very special and unique for many, many big industries out there, something called rotary joints, as was mentioned here. And um, it is uh, something that we want to grow in this country. Uh, we have many, many opportunities to expand our business with uh, manufacturers here. So I doubt very much that very many people know what a rotary joint is. So please enlighten us. It's a very, I would say, unglamorous product. <laughs> Hardly anybody knows about rotary joints. Except for when one of these big machines go down, then suddenly everybody knows us because there's a very, very high hourly cost behind the machines where our little rotary joints are in. A rotary joint is basically used worldwide wherever pipes carry gases or liquids like water, steam, hot oil, air or vacuum, hydraulic oil, cooling, lubric uh, cooling lubricants or similar that have to be connected safely with the rotating part of a machine. So we are in many, many different industries with our product. 
uh, all different types of product sizes from anything small, as small as, let's say, the size of your hand, to anything as big as a car that are basically products within larger machines around the country, usually in manufacturing facilities. It is. It's amazing what 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 there are. And one of the things that you were telling me uh, that when we were talking before is that they're actually even in truck tires. Yes, they are. We don't have a major stake in that industry yet, but we're, we're working on that. Uh, the applications of these are in many, many different areas. They're in paper machines, in machine tools, in mixers, dryers, kneaders. Most of our rotor joints are blow molding machines like the PET our industry, our printing machines, windmills, solar power plants, couplings, coating, textile machines, plastic extrusion and converting, rubber, tire, uh, roofing, uh, food and animal products, chemical and oil and pharmaceutical industry. So we have a wide spread of different um, applications where our rotary joints are in. So if one market goes down, the other one usually ends up p- picking us up and we're able to have a pretty stable business. Well, that's re- that is really interesting. Now, tell me a little bit about the uh, the types of, uh, you know, who makes up your customer base? Our customer base are typically the uh, maintenance group or maintenance managers uh, within these larger manufacturing facilities. But my basic philosophy is to get to know at least seven people within any plant. So our salespeople will go out and we want to know not only just who the maintenance technician, maintenance managers, and maintenance supervisors are. We also want to know who the uh, engineers are, especially you know plant engineers and uh, who the CEO is. Uh, we want to know who the front office people are. Purchasing is very important. So we try to get into every level possible so that we can always communicate with a customer and build that relationship. Our product is a relationship product, meaning when that machine does go down, we are called in to be there as quickly as possible and make sure that that machine is up. Many of these large machines, like paper machines, have an hourly cost that can be well over $10,000 an hour. So if they're down for more than a day, that is very significant for production. Uh, you can imagine that some of these, for instance, if I stay, I stay with paper machines, if we are down for a day, we lose production for a day, and that could be many, many square miles, literally hundreds of thousands of square miles of paper that is not produced for that plant. Same with, let's say, blow molding machines, these uh, bottles like water bottles, Coke bottles, Pepsi bottles, and many, many others. If they're down for more than an hour, they lose productivity productivity of literally tens of thousands of bottles, and they need to have that production. So if our machine, which is the key part of that manufacturing, if that goes down, that will take productivity down. So we need to make sure that uh, our product is always there, always has a backup, and that our customers are extremely satisfied with us. Our name is built on making sure that the machine is up. Right. Now, so being that you are made in Germany, and cost and pricing usually, you know, Germany has a reputation for high cost products, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you present to a company on what your value proposition is? And uh, how do you use to gain that, uh, use that value proposition to gain, comp- uh, gain you know, competitive advantage? Yes, very, very good question. Our 
product is made in Germany, and uh, that's where everything is made. Basically, we manufacture everything there. And uh, made in fa- made in Germany has a very unique name all over the world. It's known, as you said, for quality, for reliability, endurance. Uh, but it's also a very high labor cost country meaning that our products are going to be way more expensive than most products that come out of Germany or Southeast Asia or other countries where there's low-cost labor. Uh, but our quality is so high that our machines typically last longer, much, much longer, sometimes two, three, four times longer than our competitive products. And if you can imagine what that means for downtime, you know, every time you have to go in and take one of our products out, it could take up to six, seven, eight hours to get that piece, our piece, our rotary joint out, and that means six, seven, eight hours of downtime times, let's say, three times the life, there's your return on investment. So you get basically longer life out of a joint, which means you get higher productivity. Plus, often what is not seen is, you know, there's a certain value to a maintenance supervisor or maintenance manager being down the floor and having to get in that machine, getting on his knees, getting on, 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 the, on the machine. If he, doesn't, he or she doesn't have to do that for you know, two, three times a year or, you know, not have to do it at all for, let's say, two years, that's a huge factor. And uh, what value is that to the customer? And that's what we try to sell. We try to sell value at it and let them know where your return on investment is. And that is usually in higher quality, longer life, durability. And then what we also have as a huge uh, savings and uh, lots of um, advantages is we have a full, fully certified repair center right here in Atlanta. And I've got story after story of how we serve as our customers uh, where they can get this rotor joint repaired for about two-thirds of the cost of a new one. And uh, so a lot of our manufacturing fac- facilities like that, especially you know with the economic pressure that there's been out there to try to curb as much cost as possible, to offer something that's two-thirds the price and still have that same value proposi- uh, proposition is huge. So uh, a lot of our customers who have gotten to know us, so they stay, they stay with us. Once they get to know us, they see our quality, it, they're usually sold. Uh, even if it goes to price, they will fight for us. Okay. Now, what is your market area? Because I know obviously mentioned that you have the facility here in Atlanta. What other other facilities in in the United States or is it uh, this? And and uh, how broad is the market that you are uh, focused on? Sure. Well, our corporate headquarters is in Heidenheim, Germany, which is between Stuttgart and Munich. It's right at the border of Bavaria and Baden-Württemberg. Those are two southern states in Germany. And uh, we have a facility in Italy that produces uh, a very unique type of uh, rotary joint that's called multi-passage joint. Then we have a facility in China to service the Chinese market. And then we have this facility here in Atlanta that services basically all of North America. And uh, we also help our South American distributors. Uh, We use distributors worldwide uh, wherever we don't have a market. In Germany, we have a direct sales force. Here in the United States, we have a direct sales force of four, but we need to expand that. Uh, Where we don't have direct salespeople, we have distributors. In Mexico, we have distributors. In Canada, we have distributors. And as we grow in size and in scope, we may look at going direct there as well. 
And what our direct sales people do is basically work with the distributors as their salespeople. So our salespeople are almost like having their own business without the risk that have our support and they go out and use the distributors to make the sales and get into companies that we can't possibly get into, that we don't have the relationships because of the great vast um, geography that we have in the United States. You know, the, the United States has the second largest GDP in the world after China. And uh, we have, you know, huge market opportunities here to grow. And, uh, you know, we're primarily, in Germany, we probably have about 50 to 60% of the market share there. We work with a lot of OEMs, uh, original equipment manufacturers, and uh, they sell their products here in the United States. So when that machine you know, has an issue. Our product is basically a, a um, it's like a, it's like a tire where it has to get changed out mm-hmm. after time. It has a lot of seals in it. So when that product goes down, they call us and then we know exactly, you know, what to do with that product. Uh, they don't have to deal with that. We deal with it at 100% from A to Z and then we get that product back in. I've got a lot of success stories in that and we just keep building and growing that. Yeah, we basically let the uh, product do, do the talking. So the markets, uh, your original question, the markets that we get in is across the board with those different uh, applications that I, I mentioned from printing to machine tools to PET to plastic. And so we keep constantly keep looking. We will find rotor joints almost everywhere. It's it's unbelievable as you peel back the onions how many you know different joints you find in all different applications. Well, how would you, you know, production manager or maintenance manager even know that the rotary joints are involved in a particular piece of equipment? Because I've seen some large pieces of equipment get installed in different uh, different businesses. And, you know, there's an awful lot of moving pieces and parts in those. Yes. Well, that's an educational process that we are uh, working on here in this country. In the past, um, we let the quote-unquote product do the speaking. With my sales and marketing background, uh, we're taking that base that we have and expanding on it to get the name out a little bit more uh, to let our, um, you know, our customer base know uh, we are here to serve you. Um, I have, for instance, a success story, if you don't mind me sharing. Sure. We contacted uh, a very, very large beverage manufacturer, well, well known, probably the second largest here in the country. I don't want to mention names here because that might not be a, be, 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 be appropriate. And uh, I just called their operations um, director, and he gave me the names of every one of their plants and all the maintenance managers. We sent a direct mail out to them, uh, multiple direct mails. Uh, there's like three or four of them, one of them by me, one of them from our director of operations, Gabriella Scott, who is also a family member and who was also instrumental instrumental in starting this company together with her uh, with her husband here in the United States. Uh, her husband retired recently, and I was able to fall into his position as CEO. And uh, she sent out direct mail. We sent out multiple direct mails. And then suddenly out of the blue, we get a call out of Tampa. They had no idea who we were. They had no idea that we had repair services. And he said, well, my joint is down. I need to get this repaired. If I, I have an hourly cost of $7,000 an hour, and I can't get anybody else to help me. Can you help me? I said, sure. Uh, he drove his joint up from Tampa, 
10 hour drive. Normally a 12 hour job, we put all hands on deck. We got him out within six hours before the uh, five o'clock traffic started. We got him out at three o'clock. He got back down to Tampa by midnight, put his joint back in. So what would have been you know five or six days down was like, oh, maybe at max two days down. And you, you can do the math, $7,000 mm-hmm. times, you're We're looking at per bucks. day, you're talking about big bucks, especially for a company. And that that means not being able to produce lots and lots and lots of bottles, which they which they did. So these are the kind of things that I envision doing more and more is, you know, letting our customers know either through direct mail, uh, even through avenues like this. I had no idea that this radio station existed, got the opportunity. So this may be an opportunity for all your maintenance people out there. If you know of rotary joints, you know, give us a call. If you do have one, we do crossovers from all our competitors. I don't mean to put a plug here, but... Uh, but uh, well, no, a lot exactly. of people don't know us. And so we just want to, it's a non-glamorous product. So we just want to put the name out there. Well, and that was actually one of the questions I was going to ask is, do you also service your competitors' products? We do not repair them directly. We've been asked to in the past. Uh, what we do is we will take their product and we'll do what is called a crossover. That means we'll prepare a complete sheet of what our joint would be capable of doing to replace theirs. And that happens very frequently. That happens uh, multiple times per week where we'll get, you know, customers asking to, you know, put our joint in instead of a competitor's because they know that ours last longer, either through discussions or wherever they heard that. And uh, so that was, uh, you know, that was something that we uh, do on a frequent basis is doing crossovers. And we do have a lot of competitors here in the United States, Germany, as well as in uh, Southeast Asia. Okay. All right, David, a reminder, our guest again is uh, Rob Cool with uh, Meyer America here on Strategic Insights Radio. We'll take a break and come back with more after this. Are you thinking about starting a business? Does your business need a loan or investors? Are you ready to grow and succeed? Then you need to call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. at 470-238-9097 for more information or to schedule your free business consultation. Great. Now we are back talking with Rob Cool, who is the CEO of Mayor America. So how do you choose your OEM partners? Well, we uh, have a long history in Germany of working with uh, very uh, well-known OEMs. Uh, We have not done as well as we wanted to in the past with working with OEMs here in this country, which we want to uh, work on more. And some of the reason behind that is that when you work with OEMs um, in the planning and engineering part, there's really not, not a lot of margin. The margin usually comes later after our product is developed with the OEM. It takes a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of en- engineering, a lot of energy, really, to get in with an OEM to build a product together with them. But once you're in and they sell their product onto others, uh, what we call the end-user market is where we would then profit and that usually takes a f- you know multiple years i would say at least anywhere between 2 and 5 years before the end user market kicks in so just to give you an example we you could work with an OEM for almost a year or more just to develop the product 
And then by the time they finish their product that has our rotary joints in it, that could be another year until they get to market. And by the time they sell their products into the market, it could be another one, two, three years. And then by the time our rotor joint is ready to be replaced, it could be in the three, four, five-year mark. And so you can imagine all that energy invested in the beginning does not yield any income or profit. It's mm-hmm. purely energy, time, money placed in with an OEM. And uh, you know, in the past, we were focused on building the business, so we had to have an income. So we concentrated more on end-user markets, on di- di- distributors to get in. With my presence here and having a background in engineering and R&D and marketing sales, uh, we'd like to do that in parallel. We'd like to do what was done in the past in terms of building you know, on the distribution and sales and uh, on the end user market, and also parallel to that, build on the OEM market so that we can secure business for the future. So what are your strategic initiatives to grow? Strategic in- initiatives, we're actually still developing a brand new strategic plan with the company together with with Germany where we're developing a whole new idea of how how to grow this business from how we've done in the past uh Sterling has come to us and uh we've been talking with them as well and uh so uh a part of our strategy is as i mentioned the OEM business uh, the second is to continue with our distributors. Uh, we have very good di- distributors out there that uh, promote our products, uh, some of the biggest distributors in the world and here within the United States. And uh, our salespeople that we have, our sale, what we call sales engineers out in the field, uh, they develop relationships with these distributors to grow the markets. Uh, that's another strategy plan. And then with our end users, what, like we did with these direct mail blasts with marketing so that our end users can know who we are and build that market with them as well. And as we grow with them to build that relationship and to grow so that our name can be out there. And then we also, you mentioned before, you know, being able to uh, repair other joints that would and be a potential another market that we're looking at. So strategy is to, is to, is to have, uh, you know, to have stability uh, with a very high dollar, you know, pricey product, but a super duper quality product and then to grow that relationship, get the name out, and keep on building step by step as we grow. So, is there a way that you can actually, or as a as a you know maintenance manager, production manager, is there a way to actually plan for you know ongoing maintenance of a rotary joint, or just have to wait till it fails until you uh, say, okay, now we got a problem, now we got to get it fixed? Well, that's exactly where you hit on strategy. That's that's one of our goals is to make sure there's always a backup joint available so that when the machine goes down, our joint can be immediately replaced. Then they can send the one that broke down to us. We repair it. We give it a full one-year one, one year warranty again, and it, we paint everything. We make everything look like new. And it's like the customer getting a brand new joint um, as a repair joint, but it looks brand new. We do everything, you know, from A to Z. We have some of the best people in our facility that that, that can work wonders with our products and and and, and make them look like new. Uh, the original question was, um, c- c- can you repeat that first part of the question again? Well, it was basically: Is there a way to predict 
you know, failure in the sense of, of doing some preventive maintenance. Uh, oh, yes, yes. Um, we have been looking at some vibrational analysis sensors. Uh, you, you, you can tell with vibration on this joint because you're running at, for, you know, some, some of these run at fairly, fairly high speeds. You can tell with analysis products if the joint is you know, on its way out. Usually you can tell we have, uh, cert- we have all kinds of different indicators on the joint that will let us know, you know, when, when it's time to repair. Uh, but we also tell our maintenance managers we have you know, a very clearly defined operations manual of the intervals of, uh, you know, these things, these joints have to be, uh, they have to be maintained properly, they have to be greased at certain intervals and so on and so forth. So it depends on how well they maintain the joint of how much life they're going to get out of it. And we provide a really good service that way. We, you know, we educate our our um, our our customers. We have you know, regular go-to meeting, uh, classroom type, you know, um, educational seminars where we teach them the best way how to service, you know, the product. And uh, we guide them. We'll have maintenance managers come to our facility, and we'll teach them, and they'll work side by side with our people, and we'll show them the details of how to repair a joint. You know, if they want to do it on their own, obviously it makes more sense to do it with us because we really know every detail of what we're doing. We have all the specialized tools and everything. So, uh, but yeah, there is all, all kinds of ways to identify uh, how to see when a joint is about to go out. So that's all part of this um, initiative that you're spreading the news and getting getting that information out about about the company. Correct. And we want to do more shows. Uh, for instance, uh, we'll be going to the IMTS show. That's the second largest show in the United States up in McCormick Place in Chicago. Every hall will be filled up with ex- exhibitors. We were very, very fortunate to um, put a booth up there in the short time that I've been there. So we'll be exhibiting there for the first time. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing what kind of traction we can get. We have some patented products that we'll be showing there for the first time. We'll be in a joint venture with uh, with someone there that has a very specialized uh, type of uh, cooling system for the machine tool industry, and uh, so we'll be displaying that in our booth. And uh, yeah, we just want to get as with as many machine tool operators, uh, excuse me, machine tool manufacturers as possible to get into non-disclosure agreements, so we can work with them uh, how we can best, you know. Um, work with getting our our rotary joint into the system and prove our reliability, endurance, our quality. Because uh, in the in these spindles of these of these machine tools, when the rotary joint goes out, the whole spindle goes out. So uh, because we have such a high quality product, we believe that our spindle will last longer, and that's what a lot of our customers want. They want the spindle to last. Right now, you mentioned the you know patented product, and I think those always pretend to be a good competitive advantage. So could you share a little bit more information about what this patented product is? Sure. We have uh, multiple patent products. We have one of them is called the DQ model rotary joint. And that's basically uh, where in oil you have very, very high temperatures where high temperatures are needed. Something called cracking happens. That's where oil leaves residue all over the place. And so what we will do, and it will destroy the seals inside the rotary joint. So what we have is that we have a separate channel that's all machined 
going outside the joint that has cooling oil going around it. So the inside is super hot. The outside cools the seals, and that gives a longer life. That's a patented product. Another one is a thermal expansion system that we have called TESS, T-E-S-S, in our machine two rotary joints. It's it's, um, basically different components of materials and alloys that are put together that allow the joint to expand so that the seal is always together. It's never popped off like what our competition does. When a seal goes apart, that's when residue can get in between the seals. And when it comes back together, that will destroy the seal. And as I mentioned before, if the rotary joint goes down, the spindle goes down. So we have something called a bearingless joint where the seal is always together. And through this TESS, this thermal expansion system, we allow the seals to always be together. They never come apart. And so we believe that we will get way more life out of it. We've already proven it. We've done tests on it. That's a patent. The other thing that we're going to be showing as a joint venture um, is with a company called Fusion Coolant. They will be with us in our booth. And they're going to be showing their supercritical CO2. And what that is is basically a CO2 gas that's put under a specific temperature and pressure that comes through as a fluid. And as this fluid comes through the spindle and into the tool, it's still a fluid. But as soon as it hits the atmosphere, it turns into a very ice-cold gas. Mm. And so there's no um, there's no cooling fluid flying all over the machine. It has so many different advantages that it allows your cool the your tool to have a longer life. It cools the tool much much faster because it's a much cooler temperature than you could do with fluid. It basically turns into ice. It causes short chips instead of long spiral chips. Short chips, and there's so many more advantages. I, don't know if your listeners would understand, but it's just something that's really cool, something that's been tested at. This is done through the University of Michigan, and Fusion Coolant is, the company is an offshoot uh, from a professor there who uh, put a patent on this product, and so we have a joint venture with them to grow with them. So, you know, you've talked a lot about different, uh, in a lot of different markets, a lot of different industries. You know, is there one particular one that you are, you know, particularly targeting in this uh, in this initiative that you're starting with? Yes. Right, right now, we're looking at uh, what we do best. And what we do best is primarily in oil, hot oil and high pressures. Uh, I mentioned the DQ joint, mm-hmm. which is patented. Uh, so that's one area that we're looking and concentrating on. The other area that we're really good at and that we're building on is the PET model. That's basically blow molding machines that create these water bottles and, you know, various different bottles that the plastic bottles that we have throughout the country. And that's huge, uh, especially also for bottles like, uh, like for detergent, you know, like uh, all these different types of bottles, these all have our joints and these are very high dollar volume, uh, very, very detailed, very precise joints that uh, have our product in them because of the high quality that we have. And these machines have to last a very, very long time. Uh, so that's a market that we want to focus on to grow that market more with our products. And as I mentioned, that company from Tampa before that was in that market, it's for them to get to know us and build that. And there's so many plants. There's over 150 plants just with that one company there. And then we want to look at you know expanding into the machine tool market. As we said before, we don't see a lot of return on investment here the first year. We're going to be investing more into that to start with, um, working more with OEMs. But as we grow, we think that we'll be able to you know capture some of that market 
uh, our competitors right now uh, have that have a you know the lion's share of that market. So we want to grow that with some of the ideas that we have here, and uh, and then look into uh, the oil and gas industry where uh, right now that's not doing so well, but at some point that will come back again. So we want to expand to those markets that we know that we have, um, whether we have the market share and grow on that and then start expanding into like the machine tool market. Uh, we also have a line share in the textile market that of course has mostly gone to Southeast Asia. So there's a lot of competition there, but we by far produce you know the high quality that they want. And then with mixers and dryers in the chem- chemical industry, there's a lot of mixers and dryers and kneaders with a lot of big German OEMs, and we want to expand on that as well. That is very, very interesting. Now, from from more from a, just a, a bit of a personal perspective, you know, going back to the the introduction and talking about how you've joined Mayor as a as the CEO. You know, how how you found the transition from your uh, from moving into a new industry. It was a very interesting time for me. It was a long courting process of almost a year and uh, lots of tests. And uh, at first, I really wasn't all that in- interested. I was enjoying what I was doing. But as the headhunter kept on pushing and kept on prodding and kept on calling me, he really thought that I was a good candidate. Uh, I went up against other CEOs, and I was not never in a CEO p- position, but I guess somebody thought that I would do a good job here. And so I was hired by my boss, Florian Meyer, the group CEO and his father, Erich Meyer, and also meeting with uh, Victor Scott and Gabriella Scott, who are part of the family. Uh, Gabriella is the sister of Erich, who was the former CEO and now the aunt from Florian. And so they all saw saw something in me. And uh, I'm very fortunate to have gotten this position. I'm enjoying it immensely. There's been some culture change, which has been uh, challenging, but uh, very good. I think it's going to be great for the company going forward. And uh, yeah, just um, uh, just very, very thankful. I have, I guess with my background, you know, very hard worker. I believe in attitude. Uh, you know, anybody can train anybody with a good attitude. I believe in working hard. I believe in treating everybody like they would treat their mother. I believe in being on time. And I believe in uh, uh, always you know, delivering more than, than asked for. And that's what we expect from our people. You know, we spend more time in a company with between each other than we do at home sometimes. And so it's really important to have a good atmosphere at work where we can all work together as a team. And that's the other thing that I put a lot of value on is teamwork. I don't want to be the only one out there with my name. I want to introduce my whole team because it's not about me. It's about the company. I can't know it all. It's impossible. So I have a group of absolutely fabulous people that, you know, support and we all work work together and teamwork is is what makes and uh, breaks the company. And I think that that's going forward. We're, We're going to be very successful. And that really will ultimately manifest itself in terms of how well you work with all your customers. Yes, of course. We will see. We'll see. We've had great, great relationships with our customers. And uh, we, we look at expanding that. You know, it's all about building great relationships for the future. Right. Mm-hmm. And speaking of building those relationships, you know, how, how can people get a hold of you? Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, <laughs> fairly easy. You can just look at Meyer America. That's M-A-I-E-R America.com, www.myamerica.com. Uh, I'm very personable. You can call directly to my cell phone if you want, 770 743 0557. 
Uh, we are located right in Norcross, right at the intersection of 285 and 85, uh, right in that area, uh, Peachtree Industrial Bo- Bo- uh, Boulevard, very well-known area. And uh, yeah, just look us up if you have a joint issue or if you have any questions. You know, We're always looking for good people as well. We're always looking for good uh, repair technicians, for good salespeople, uh, you know, anywhere where you can you know, build. We have an internship program. Uh, we want to have interns all the time. We have an intern right now from Germany who's working on uh, a very, very cool project that uh, we think will have uh, lots of su- success going forward. And we want to have you know young interns coming in. We want to teach them. We want them to learn about our business so we can grow together as a team. Well, that's great. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this has been a excellent session and rob we really do appreciate your uh your taking the time to come and share the, your story oh i totally appreciate you having us and uh my kudos out to the team i hope that they can listen to, to this someday because i want them to be a part of this and they certainly can super thank you all right great job thank you strategic insights radio big thanks to dave wilkins of sterling rose consulting corp and rob cool of meyer america Strategic Insights Radio is sponsored by Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. For more information about Meyer America and Sterling Rose Consulting Corp., you can visit sterlingroseconsultingcorp.com. You can also call 470-238-9097. Future downloads of this show are available on iTunes, also available on SoundCloud. Till next time, this is Strategic Insights Radio on Business Radio X. 